0: This is a broadcast of Shaggy Community Church under the leadership of our pastor, Reverend Glenn Chucha. www.shagaychurch.com. Jesus is alive.
1: Let me share with you and some of the things that were going on in these nations. They were worshipping false idols and false gods and sacrificing their own children to those gods. And there comes a point sometimes where God says, okay, that's enough. I remember hearing my father say that when I was a kid. Okay, that's it. That's enough. Now you knew you were in trouble. And if you kept going, you were in deeper trouble. And there comes a point where God says to a people or to a nation or sometimes to an individual, okay, that's it. You've crossed the line. That's enough. One of these nations, they'd made this great big idol out of metal. It was hollow. And they would put a fire underneath, inside the idol until the point where the chest of this idol would literally become red hot due to the flames that were burning inside this metal idol. And they had two arms on it with attached to levers so they could pull the arm up to the chest. And what they would do is they would put their firstborn babies in the hands of this idol and they would pull the lever of this idol up to this hot burning chest and burn their own babies alive. And God said, that's enough. That's the kind of nations that God was driving out before Israel. Well, I, I love the reaction of Moses. Now remember Moses now, he's about 120 years old. And, and you know, somehow when you get older, you like to tell all the stories from years ago. And so here he is. He's recounting the past. Right after they brought them out of Egypt, he goes up into the mountains. He's praying 40 days and 40 nights while they're down there and they're having a party. And they get all their gold together. They build this golden calf and they start worshiping the calf and said, here's the gods that brought you out of Egypt. And that's what Moses comes back down after this great prayer meeting in the mountain with and finds them doing that. And I want you to notice something, and you can read through this later, but we see several times in here. We see in verse eighteen he says, And I fell down before the Lord is at the first, forty days and forty nights, didn't eat bread, didn't drink water, because of all your sins which you sinned in doing wickedly in the sight of the Lord. We see verse twenty, the Lord was very angry with Aaron to have destroyed them. And you notice this remark here, and I prayed for Aaron at the same time and took your sin. We see him farther down. Verse 25, And I fell down before the Lord forty days and forty nights as I fell on the first, because the Lord said He would destroy you. And I prayed therefore unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, destroy not the people of Your inheritance. And God even said, Moses, let me make a nation of You instead. And Moses said, No, Lord. No, Lord. And he began to intercede and to plead on behalf of the people. You see, this is the heart of a man of God. This is the heart of a man who'd seen God answer prayer and knew how to see God answer prayers in the future. This should be our heart. Charles Finney, uh, the great evangelist uh, over a hundred years ago, wrote in his book Revival Lectures. He, as, as some people were saying, you know, sometimes things can get too dark around you for God to move. And he said, no, you know, when when things get dark and when sin abounds, if it drives people to prayer, it can lead to revival. And let me tell you, as you watch the news, sometimes I wonder if we should even watch the news at all. But you know, if you watch the the news instead of just shaking your head and saying, that's terrible. Start watching the news and start writing things down. I've got to pray about this. I've got to pray for this thing. I've got to pray for that Supreme Court judge. I've got to pray for that that lying politician. I've got to pray for that loudmouth. I've got to pray for that, that corrupt police officer. I've got to pray for these racists. You know, those things begin to change when God's people begin to pray and let me tell you sometimes we we just say simple prayers that don't mean a whole lot start allowing god to change your prayer life to become effective Fervent, effectual prayers. The Bible says this that the fervent, effect, the effectual, fervent prayers of a righteous man availeth much. And we see this in Moses. Whenever they, they came up against him, Moses went off to pray. Whenever they criticized him, Moses went off to pray. Whenever they, they stabbed him in the back and, and gossiped about him, Moses went off to pray. Whenever they opposed him, even when they tried to to throw him out, Moses went off to pray. And you know something? God answered him every single time. He came down with fire from heaven. He showed up in the pillar of fire. He showed up in the pillar of cloud by day. He showed up in the power of the Holy Ghost. He showed up with miracles and signs and wonders that were undeniable that God is alive and God is real because Moses went off to pray. And it wasn't the kind of prayer that some of us pray. You know that kind of prayer where you go into bed at night and you put your head on the pillow and think, oh yeah, I should pray. Okay God, please do this and do this and do that and, and don't forget about this. And when you're done all these things, I'll come back and talk to you tomorrow. Isn't that the way we pray sometimes? I've been guilty of that. Effectual, fervent prayer. You know, there's something about that kind of prayer where you've been in the presence of God And you've been moved by the heart of God, and the tears flow, and that anguish from the Spirit dwells deep down within and moves you and motivates you so that you're praying a fervent prayer. The kind of prayer that says, like Jacob said, I will not let you go till you bless me. And Moses understood effectual prayers. I want you to notice at the end of the passage. uh, how we praise. Verse twenty six, I prayed therefore in the Lord God, the Lord God, destroy not thy people, thine inheritance, which you have redeemed through your greatness, which you brought forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand. You see, Moses understood the pray from God's perspective. You know, the Bible says that if we pray according to the will of God, It will be done every time. You know the kind of prayers we usually pray are, Help! Or, I need, I need, I need, I want, I want, I need, I need, I need, I want. Or, why, why, why me Lord, why? Me, me, I, I, me, me. You know, when you get that from your kids, you get pretty annoyed after a while. Moses, you know what he says? You, you, your people, your greatness, you brought forth out of Egypt with your mighty hand. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Look not unto the stubbornness of this people, nor to the wickedness, nor to their sin, appealing to God's grace. Let the land which you brought us out say or lest the land God, your reputation O oh God because the Lord was not able to bring them into the land which he promised them because he hated them he hath brought them out to slay them in the wilderness God your reputation is at stake here it's not about me now Lord it's about you Lord that, that kid that, that's in rebellion this isn't my problem oh God this is your problem They're not just rebelling against me, O God. They are rebelling against You. And it's time for You to step in and turn their life around. That that spouse, Lord, that's that's been giving me all these troubles over these years, Lord, it's it's not my problem. It's Your problem, O God. God, that, that neighbor that's been harassing me, Lord, this isn't me they're coming against. This is You they're fighting now. It's not my name. It's your name, O God, that they're pulling through the muck. It's your problem, O God. You deal with it. You show them who you are. That boss that's been harassing you because of your faith, God, it's not me they're up against. It's you, Lord. Time to show them who you are. He says, yet they are your people. Again, you. Your inheritance, which you brought out with your mighty power in your stretched out arm. You want to see your prayers become effective. Start praying from God's perspective. Not just out of your needs or your wants anymore. You know, I've noticed when you, you put God to the test, even publicly, God comes through and um there was a one of the guys that was working with came into work he looked all depressed and so i said hey you know what's wrong and he said well my father-in-law he he's dying he's in the hospital looks like he could pass away any moment now and so i said well would you like me to pray for him I said would you Sure. You know, I'm amazed how many people actually are are willing to let you pray for them. You get the odd one who'll say, I don't want your blankety-blank prayers. Okay, no problem. I'll still pray for you anyway. Can't stop me praying. Well, that was on the Friday morning. I'll tell you, I prayed fervently all weekend. Monday morning, I come into work. There comes my co-worker, chipper as could be. Hey, how are you doing? Great. By the way, how's your father-in-law? I prayed for him all weekend. He said, oh yeah, stop praying. He's back to his old cantankerous self again. And he said, what kind of connections do you have, Glenn? Well, I've got the same kind of connection that you can have if you let Jesus come into your heart. And so it offered an opportunity for me to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And there's sometimes, you know, we look at prayer from the perspective it's meeting all my needs. When we begin to look at it from the perspective that we are here as God's servants and as we pray according to the will of God, when you start praying with God's perspective in mind as Moses was praying, then that is true intercession. That becomes effective prayer as you come before God and start praying from a perspective of God, you start to see God work and God move because it takes you away from the selfishness of being all about you to being all about Jesus. And those kinds of prayers God is more than happy to answer and God will step in and God will do great things. Maybe not at your time. Maybe not in your way. But you start changing those prayers from, Lord, my son just dishonored me and it hurt my feelings to, God, that child has dishonored you and it's time for you to step in and convict his heart and show him that you are still the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Instead of praying, God, we've got an awful president that just got elected. Start praying, God, this person's in the office that you have appointed. Father, he's there now. Begin to speak to his heart that your name should be glorified in the White House. That you begin to pray and say, God, I can't pay these bills on time. You've promised to provide all your needs according to your riches and glory this is not my problem God this is your problem you've promised to provide I'm trusting that you're going to do it and I will do my part but the rest is up to you O God this is coming boldly into his presence and these are the kind of prayers that move the heart of God you know let me tell you there's a God who wants to do the impossible Pastor Shuchuk will be back with closing words in a moment But we want to thank you for your gifts to keep us on the air. If you would like, please send a check to Chattagay Community Church to the address given at the end of this program. Please mention today's date when you write. Here now is Pastor Shuchuk.
0: If you want to let Jesus into your life, you could just say the simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, forgive me for all my sins. Come into my life and help me to live for you. If you want to know more information, please get in touch with us at the address at the end of this program. If you don't have a church, we would love to see you at any of our Sunday services at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or 6 p.m. every Sunday here at Shadowgate Community Church near the crossroads of Anjou and St. Jean-Baptiste in Shadowgate, Quebec. Again, that's every Sunday at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or 6 p.m. Father, I just pray for you to come and bring revival right now in Jesus' name. Lord, for those that have just accepted you as their Savior, help them to grow in you, and Lord, that their whole families might come to know you. Come right now, bring healing, bring deliverance, bring salvations, be set free, be healed. In Jesus' name, amen. You can join us for our Sunday services at 11 a.m. at 111 Lausanne Street in Chateauguay, Quebec, just east of Saint-Jean-Baptiste. For more information, you can visit our website at www.shadowgateschurch.com or call 450-699-HOPE, 450-699-4673.